The Father's heart is not shut. That's the word that came to mind as I reflected on this Sunday's scriptures while I was on retreat this past week up in Pennsylvania. The Father's heart is not shut. What do I I mean by that? Well, there's that detail that Jesus includes in today's gospel. The example of a friend who has shut and locked his house for the night. Jesus says, suppose you dared to go over to that friend's house at midnight in order to ask for some bread. And your friend might answer from inside, go away. The door is already locked for tonight, already shut. I can't give you anything. I won't give you anything. Please don't bother me right now. And we might respond, well, some friend that is. Wow. But think of it for a moment. Isn't that how we sometimes think that God might treat us if we dared to ask him for something we really needed? Do we approach the door of God's heart with persistence and with confidence? Or would we rather shy away saying, oh, I better not bother. It's just too late. He's not going to do anything for me. I'm not holy enough. He only listens to saints anyways, perfect people. Dr. Mary Healy says that she often hears people say stuff like this. I don't want to bother God. I know he has more important things to take care of. But, she goes on to tell us, if the Gospels make anything indisputably clear, it is that God wants to be bothered. He wants to be bothered. God loves to lavish his gifts on the simplest and the lowliest of people, people who put no stock in themselves, she says, because then it is clear that the glory belongs to him alone. To put it slightly differently, the Father's heart is not shut to us. In fact, the door is wide open. He wants to be bothered. I believe God's heart aches for us to ask for more from him. Maybe our requests are too small. Let me ask you this this morning. Do you want more from God? Do you want more from him? Do you want to experience his life and his power in a new way today? If so, and I hope you're all saying yes inside, then ask him. Ask him. Bother him. He's waiting for you to do so. He's breathlessly eager to receive permission to unleash his gifts in your life. Jesus promised us point blank in today's gospel. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Why would we ever be afraid to believe that God wants to give us more, more grace, more faith, more virtue, more holiness, more insight, more humility, more understanding, more joy, more generosity, more faithfulness to the truth revealed in the gospel. Why would we settle for anything less than the infinity that he is currently offering to all of us? When it comes down to it, maybe our expectations are just too small. 
Maybe our vision has become too worldly, too narrowed by this bland secularism that keeps on telling us, don't bother with that that distant and uninterested God. He's got way more important things going on than whatever you happen to be going through. The surgery that you're preparing for, the conversation that you need to have with your kids about something they don't want to talk about, the bills that you have to pay, the day-to-day anxieties of your life. None of that stuff matters to the Lord, the world will tell you. You have to handle it yourself. If you ask God for help, you will be treading on thin ice because the door is locked. The time for answered prayers is way over. Even Abraham in our first reading today is sort of afraid that that he might be bothering God in asking for mercy upon the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. He says things like, See how I am presuming to speak to my Lord, though I am but dust and ashes. Let not my Lord grow impatient if I go on. Since I've dared thus far to speak to you, Lord, please let not my Lord grow angry if I speak up this last time. What if there are only 40, 50, 20, only 10 righteous people in that city? Will you save them? To be fair, there's something really humble and and honest and good about Abraham's precautions, and we should certainly not presume on God's gifts. We should commend him for the risk that he takes. But I think that God wants to teach Abraham in this little conversation a deeper lesson. And so the Lord responds each and every time with the utmost patience and with with a tenderness. Of course, Abraham, I'll spare the city for the sake of of those righteous people. It's almost as if God is coaxing Abraham to to keep going, to keep asking for more and more mercy, to keep on bothering him. Because the Father's heart is not shut. The living God is not at all bothered by Abraham in the least. But then comes the next challenge, right? If If we find the courage to really ask for more from the Lord, then we have to ask, well, can I trust him that he will give me good things? Or will he trick us? Will he land us with something that that we can't handle? Will he give us a cross that is too heavy? Sometimes we might avoid asking God for things because we don't know what we're going to receive. Jesus makes sure to answer that concern in our gospel today too. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? We can trust that not only is the father's heart not shut, but that he actually wants to give us good things from his heart. Sometimes that will come in the form of obviously wonderful things. You'll get the job. You'll get the house that you are bidding on. You'll get your health back. You'll get your family members back in church. And yes, sometimes answered prayer will come in the form of suffering. But even then, we can trust and believe that the Lord will only permit whatever suffering that will give us the best opportunity to grow in trust, abandonment, and security, and sanctity in him. He will not ever hand us a scorpion. Above all, however, God eagerly desires to give us the ultimate, the ultimate gift, like capital G, gift, the Holy Spirit. 
He wants to give us the Holy Spirit. If you then who are wicked, because we're all sinners, right? You who are wicked, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Go ahead and try it right now. Bother the Lord. Go ahead and ask for the Holy Spirit to fall in power in your life in a new way. Tell God in your heart that you want more of his spirit today. Trust me, God won't be annoyed by this request. He will not be offended. He owes us absolutely nothing, and yet he desires to give us his spirit in abundance. It's precisely this spirit that God sent his son into the world to die on a cross. He nailed our sins to the cross so that he could give us this spirit. He sent that spirit into our hearts at baptism which gives us the permission to pray as Jesus taught us in the gospel. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And so thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that your heart is not shut today. Open your heart once again here on this altar for us this morning. Give us Jesus in the Eucharist. Give us the spirit of the living God. Give us every single good gift that you have to offer us in him.